1: I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Amir Hirsch. Amir is the founder and CEO at Audioburst. And on the show today, we talk about Audioburst's AI-driven search and discovery audio platform. But we also talk about just the audio market, the $1 billion in M&A that we've seen with the recent acquisitions of Wondery by Amazon Music, as well as just Audible's push and which is also owned by Amazon, and whether or not Amazon is the 800-pound gorilla of audio now, and what marketers should be thinking about how to engage with audio content and why it's growing so fast. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Amir Hirsch. Amir, welcome to the show. And thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, I thought we would start with something a little personal, and I hear people call you crazy. What is that about?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, being an entrepreneur, that shouldn't surprise you too much. I enjoy it. And when you come up with and spend your life in innovation and forward thinking in your business and the way that you act and push the envelope, you're always going to be called crazy. And the matter of fact is that every time we reach a point in our company that people understand and get what we do and everything is calm and regular, that's the time to go crazy again and push the envelope even further. <laughs> so it, they, it happened to us in Audiverse multiple times already. So yeah, I welcome the crazy. I think uh, it's up to us to uh, wow and shock and awe and find the next level and not uh, live within the comfort zone.
1: Love it. And it's rare that I get to talk to somebody that's in the like audio industry, so to speak. So I I thought we could talk a little bit about audio and then obviously we'll get to audio burst and and explain what that is. But if you think about audio content and the current state of audio content, like how do you think about it? It seems explosive, but just curious how somebody in the industry that operates in the industry thinks about it. Sure.
2: Well, definitely. We've been in this industry for five years, but 2020 was definitely the year where it went boom. We always saw the potential and understanding and foresaw the potential of value in all the audio content that is untapped and unmatched and people don't really connect to it. But in 2020, we were no longer alone. So it was a crazy year for audio. It was more than a billion dollars in M and A and vast money invested into technologies and audio production into podcasting. Podcasting doubled up to one point five million podcasts available in twenty twenty alone, and we saw more and more investments, money, companies moving into that industry. So all of a sudden, it became an industry. All of a sudden, it became something that people are interested and are looking for, and we saw users and usage turning into listening to audio and consuming their content via audio. And perhaps the biggest thing that is happening in this industry is that we finally see the shift and people are turning to screen-free, eyes-free experiences that brought us to the sense as we keep saying that by 2025, the majority of content people are going to consume is going to go through their ears and not through their eyes because it's so much more humane and free and doesn't lock us in front of a screen in order to catch up on pretty much anything.
1: Right. You mentioned, I mean, the MA activity in this space has been insane. And Amazon in particular, I mean, they, they're they making some big moves recently with purchase of Wondery, um, which it looks like just on reading the news that they're going to put that under the Amazon Music umbrella. But they've also got Audible, which is like this behemoth audio player in the marketplace, which has added podcasts to their platform and both are in the business of kind of building their own original content and libraries. Do you feel like Amazon's like the sleeping 800 pound gorilla or have they awakened (laughs) at this point?
2: (laughs) Well, I think they're going to become that way, but they got a little bit late to the game. I think for the past couple of years, Spotify has made significant moves with multiple purchases and a lot of money that they've spent into it. But even being this late to the game, and I think only after they let Spotify play in it and prove that people want to listen to podcasts and they saw the popularity of that field coming up now Amazon can move much faster they got the bigger pockets they can invest in it they added podcasts like you said into Amazon music just recent just recently in the last uh, September September of last year and with their investment into podcasts in Amazon premium with more laundry to do more content and monetization around and very smartly like you said with audible and audiobooks <laughs> funny enough that now Spotify is starting to add audiobooks to their side. They have all the resources and vast content to become the behemoth in this field. But I think the biggest secret weapon that they have over there is Alexa. With their voice penetration, voice activation through Alexa, all of a sudden you'll see that Amazon is going to promote and push podcasts way more than they've done before. Before they would just redirect you to Spotify, all of a sudden they're going to start suggesting good podcast for you to listen and new content for you to listen to behind Alexa. And that gives them a strong leverage against any competitor out there because of their voice activation, penetration. They're in so many homes in the U.S. today that allows them to prioritize Amazon podcast or Amazon Music as a provider of podcast which very quickly is going to catch up during 2021 in their presence in that field.
1: Yeah, no, it's fascinating just the moves that people are making. And I I hadn't thought about Alexa as a secret weapon, but you're right. It's a huge engine for them in terms of recommending or providing information or directing, frankly, the distribution of where they pick the content from. It's interesting. How do you think marketers should think about audio?
2: So marketers have to think about audio. I'll start with that. Okay, so like I said, in the upcoming years, we'll see people switching and users and consumers and their potential customers moving to listening to audio content as it becomes more popular and more accessible pretty much everywhere. And a lot of the efforts, the marketing efforts that we're presently putting into the textual world and into the visual and video world has to be moved and shift into the audio dimension. There are two main reasons I would tell marketeers that they need to start investing their energy, their budgets, their creativity into the audio world, which will be first, we know audio works better. We know that audio is connecting to people much stronger. It creates brand affinity much stronger. Studies have shown that audio ads drive 24% higher recall on average than any display ads and 28% more likely to be seen as informative than just to believing what they saw on display ads. So people are switching and connecting psychologically better into the talk and into the audio dimension of passing the brands and the marketeers' messages. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is because, like I said, with the switch to popularity, if you're not paying attention and placing your brand where people are spending their time and listening to content, your competitors are going to be there and you're missing half of the attention span and time of the users and leaving it deserted for others to be active in. You have to move into you add audio dimension into your marketing campaign.
1: Yeah, so true, so true, and it, it is amazing the the metrics that you just cited off. You know, the 24 percent increase in recall over traditional display, or twenty eight percent increase in, uh, I, I think, what did you say, increase the conversion, in, uh, in
2: conversion, conversion. Yeah, they think of it more as informative. They trust the person that they listen to, much like you and I are conversing right now. This is more of a conversation and people as they will be listening to us will be open more to learn from it than if they're just bombarded with visuals against their eyes.
1: Right, right.
2: No, it makes sense. And
1: and it's um I think in the at least in the podcast world, I think the integration of sponsor messages or brands into the conversations is frankly a lot more natural than it is in the traditional advertising world to your your point i mean there a lot of times it's a host that's reading the sponsor message endorsing it because of their own experience with it which is it's like a an ad plus a third-party endorsement all in one Well, I mean, audio, historically, it's becoming more and more accessible, but how can audio be more accessible?
2: So when we started Audio Burst, we analyzed how come we, as personal fans of podcasts and audio content and radio content as well, thought that there's always all the answers that you want and all the content exists out there. How come it doesn't pick up on the internet? How come it doesn't pick up on the new digital world and age the same as text and video did. And there were several challenges that we've analyzed and found, and that's what we've built the audio burst around in order to solve, is that audio in many aspects is not very easily discoverable. So you can't search audio. You can't skim audio. You can't share audio. A lot of the times the audio content was one hour long or 45 minute long of a podcast or a radio show. Not always very accessible. You can't search for it. You can't look for a specific clip or area that you'd like to listen instead of listening fully immersed into the whole show, and you couldn't share any of it. So what we've done in Audioverse is that we've built an AI engine that listens to that vast amount of audio content, have it be podcasts, radio, online videos that pretty much became a slide with the audio content behind it, and in an essence does three actions One, it analyzed it and cut it into short clips. So we were able to take a a long form show and cut it into the individual items, the conversations, the topics, the questions that happened within it, allowing users to get into a specific point and sample what they're looking for. The second is that we've indexed each clip like that that we call burst. We've added as much metadata as possible transcriptions, keywords, entities, source, time, uh, mood analytics, number of speakers. There's plenty of dimensions that we've added to each clip like that. So we'll be able to find it afterwards when the user came. And then we've added that delivery mechanism, API layer, and then on top of it, SDK and embeddable player for the web and libraries for iOS and Android to allow the different products and the different places where users are today to add an embed audio layer to their products. The main essence and message that we wanted to do in Audioburst while making it accessible is making it extremely easy for products to add an audio layer and audio dimension to what they're offering to their clients and to their users. Instead of asking the users to come look for audio somewhere or to come download an app or look for it online, we said no, I want the runners to be able to listen to their podcast within the running app. I want the websites to be able to add the audio interview of the person mentioned within the article in the article itself and available that way. We're working on integration with podcast search and audio playlist to be added to automotive, to OEMs and tier ones. So when we drive, I want the or your car to greet you. Good morning, Alan. Here's the traffic, latest traffic report and here's what happened in the news. And oh, by the way, I know that you asked about your Tesla stock last night, uh, I'm sorry, a couple of days ago, here's a couple of uh, analysts talking about it that I found over the night while you were sleeping. That kind of mechanism makes audio as easy and accessible to users wherever they are, whenever they are, just a touch away or a command away or a click away. And that's the mission that we've done in AudioBurst. Burst. That's quite the future picture, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening today, Alan. I gotta tell you. Sorry to. uh... Yeah,
1: no, no, I know, I know. It's 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 amazing. I mean, I know you've you've been spending a ton of time building the tech and the metadata structures to make that possible and you talked about a few of the potential customers or, or ecosystem that you operate in like the news aggregators or the even the automotive industry can you go a little deeper for me like tell me a little bit more about like where Op- audio burst operates today and like what are some additional use cases where you see see your your technology fitting in
2: happy to one, you remember we started this conversation with you calling me crazy. So I still need to convince you whether you know, we're futuristic or it's happening today. We were lucky enough or happy enough to have multiple great partners invest in our company and work with us hand in hand to build this futuristic thing. So you'll see among our uh, investors, for example, Samsung and Hyundai, and Dentsu, giants from the mobile and consumer electronics through the automotive and media world that have joined with us in this effort to make this happen. And that was an incredible, that is an incredible journey for us to do. Audioverse today is live and via our embeddable player and APIs and SDKs are have added audio to mobile apps such as Flipboard and Newsbreak. To websites uh, of uh, variety sizes of styles of and topics and verticals with our embeddable player, and I think on the automotive that you said sounds futuristic. We have a few not live yet but POCs that we're working with leading OEMs that unfortunately I'm not (laughs) allowed to disclose on unique playlists to be added to their infotainment system to search engine behind voice activation. So you'll say, hey. Name uh, your uh, favorite car. What's the latest on, you know, uh, President Biden or what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys or how's the markets behaving today? And you know that from time to time, some of the existing voice activation will give you a robotic answer or some clip or text. What Audioverse is offering them to do and what we're doing with them is that we'll provide you with the latest clip from professionally produced provider of the content from the experts in the media world from the analysts from the best radio stations or podcasts that will really give you an answer that you'll enjoy listening to that you can stay focused on that you can listen for you know a few minutes of enrichment content while you drive so and companies that we're working with that are adding the same capability into smart earbuds so you can do it in your car or when you jog and when you run, either from your app or from your bud itself. These are exciting times, I can tell you. In the beginning, it took companies and customers of ours some time to adapt and understand the message that we've done. But 2020 really opened their eyes And using our SDKs, every brand and every company out there all of a sudden can become an audio media world, an audio media provider, because they don't need to be worrying about that layer. They just add this SDK and we handle everything for them and delight their users. That's pretty, I mean,
1: it's amazing, like what the infrastructure that you've built behind the scenes, if you will, of these different applications and it, frankly, proliferation, I guess, of where it could show up. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing platform that you're building from online news sites to in-car experiences to, you know, while I'm on the go. To your point, I mean, I think that is the power of audio is that it can pretty much follow you throughout your day without interrupting whatever it is that you need to be doing at that moment in time or where you need to be going. That's amazing.
2: It's an accompanying experience, even casual mobile games. So right now they're silent in most cases while, you know, we're, Playing and spending some time on a few uh, free minutes of ours. I can listen to gossip or interesting trivia facts while I play, you know, my little, I don't want to disclose, little silly games that I'm uh, relaxing with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, I, so many people today probably have the TV on in the background while they're playing their games, not really paying attention to what's going on. You might as well have that audio in your head because you're not really watching the screen anyway that's another application for content in general so let's talk about like how can brands or marketers get involved in audio in your mind you're kind of at the forefront of where audio is going. So I'm curious where you think people should be getting involved.
2: So I'd like to think about it as uh, two types of activities that should be included in in thinking about it as let's split in, in audio and on audio. Okay. When I talk about in audio means they should start placing their message, their brand, their marketing activity within the audio dimension itself. So either if they can do it, and I recommend produce their own podcast, upload their own content. So much like they've invested in creating blogs before in order to deliver the, directly their message with no intermediate in, the, in in between, they should create a podcast where they can add their own voice and story to it because people would like to listen about your company if they're going to start in, uh, investigating into your product and they want to hear about it. And as audio and others are going to make audio more accessible and searchable. You want your clips and your story to be heard and to be included. So within the audio, by producing it or by exactly like what we're doing right now, being interviewed by it, making sure that your product is exposed to podcasters, let podcasters review your product, understand what you're doing, interview you, place your message within the stream of audio because it's going to be extremely popular and that's where people are going to learn and get information and will like to hear about your brand, okay? That's the first level that they can do. The second is what I consider the on audio. As audio becomes more and more popular, more emotional, people become more connected with it. It creates an opportunity to sponsor audio, to support audio. So they don't have to appear in the content itself, but they can place their brand around it in sponsoring a playlist, sponsoring a podcast, creating an audio event within their site of third party, of curation of content that is relevant to their vertical and topic, but brought to you by this or that. So let's say that I'm, and we'll go back to the automotive industry, let's say I'm a brand that wants to emphasize car safety and safe uh, driving, then perhaps I create this audio event of curation with podcasters around it or existing content that we've selected and connected. And we recommend our customers to be listening to that kind of content, all brought to you by my brand, as an example. Same goes for uh, running shoes. Same will go for any other brand and marketer that wants to create that brand affinity between their brand and the topic and the content that their potential customers care about, that's the on-audio marketing. So you don't have to produce it and appear in it. You can just curate it and you can create stories around it. Almost would be the content DJ of your customer. That's the kind of peripheral uh, marketing activities you can do around audio.
1: I love it. And it reminds me, I, I've said this before on the show, but like it, it reminds me of, um, frankly, like going way back in time when there were only three or four TV stations and the advertisers or sponsors were more intimately involved in not just being on on air, so to speak, like sponsoring or, or helping, but they at many times helped to craft the program itself and uh, being in the show, so to speak, or in audio. And there's elements to that, I think, based on what you described. It, I mean, it's just a much bigger ecosystem to play in now and so many more different applications to do it but i think you you nailed it in terms of like just being in the program in the audio or surrounding yourself around or on the audio it's kind of an interesting way to break it apart one of the things we love to do on the show and i want to switch gears a little bit and and get to know you the person my favorite question to ask frankly is has there been an experience of your past that makes or defines who you are today
2: good question i think when you look at someone's past or when I look at my own and try to figure out what has built me or brought me or defined me to where I am today. I don't think it's a single event. I don't think it's a single, in most cases, it's a single item that happened. It's this step by step, day to day reality, the ups and downs, the strikes and gutters that creates our personality. And I can tell you that if I think back and look at the the different items and events that I can remember that stayed with me, that created it, unfortunately, most of them will probably be a little bit negative. That's how our human brain works. And we remember them and emotions more. I think one thing keeps coming back as a shaping word in the way that I live, believe, think, and that's truth. I think many of the cases and events that I look back and remember, some of them very personal, all came around the being truthful to yourself, to your ethics, to your ideas, to your beliefs. I think it starts from truth, goes through uh, honesty and ethics around it and behavior. And I want to say, you know, I would like to believe, obviously, no one's really can do it 100%, but. I'd like to believe that what I'm doing every day, every minute, every hour of my life, I'm trying to be as truthful as possible to who I am, to what I think the surrounding and society should be and be as honest as I can about. What's my role in it and what can I do and what can't I do? <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'll disappoint you on not finding one crisis that have shaped or turned my life around. But I think the more honest, correct answer would say that there have been struggles and there have been wins. And from all of that, I think we, I came more and more stronger in my beliefs that as long as you are true to yourself you'll be a happier, more contributing person in life and in your characteristic. No, I think
1: that's a great answer. I think it's a great answer. What advice would you give your younger self if you're starting all over again?
2: Well first I'll say that I'm also, I'm still young. I'm still my younger self. <laughs> so, you know, stay tell him again going back to the truth. Stay true to yourself and keep that Minimal level of infantile in you, I think we should need to remember to be kids and to stay children, which I hope and believe that I do today. I think, like many people, most people will say when I look at my younger self, I'd say, you know, go nuts, don't stop, go as as hard as you can, as strong as you can, and just enjoy it, enjoy the ride. life is a you know celebration. Remember that you were here for only once. So let's do it real.
1: (laughs) I like it. This next question is a little silly, but I like it because it helps me build my shopping list. Has there been an impactful purchase of $100 or less, say in the last six to 12 months that you'd like to share?
2: Well, you do remember the last six and 12 months of our lives is a pandemic. So uh, thinking of $100 that I've spent during that time, I'll probably go back to my little kid's birthday. Just celebrated nine years this December, and he's been stuck at home for a while now. He has his hobby on the birthdays, or you know, we keep talking about during the lockdown that when everything will walk will be opened again, we'll go to his favorite restaurant. He has his kink on this fancy. Steakhouse. There's a specific dish that he loves over there. That unfortunately (laughs) is probably the priciest in the in the uh, menu, but still, that's his dream, and he keeps talking about shutting down the uh, stopping the lockdown so we can go back when the restaurants will open and eat over there. And it's been a while. So my purchase under $100 was in his birthday. I ordered prime cut of meat for his steak with, I read the recipe and I learned how to, I tried to learn how to do it. And I ordered all sorts of special spices and juices and sauces. God knows how do they do their magic to make it so tasteful. And I did it myself at home and served it for him for dinner that night. It was not, it was far from being the same thing as the original, but he was so excited over the memory of the smell and the taste. And even if it's not the same thing, he recognized it immediately. You know, I called it his eyes and he smelled it and he knew it at the moment I served the dish. That was probably a good, less than $100 that was impactful during this COVID-19 pandemic that I was very happy and proud about.
1: Uh, And what what a great memory too for him and for you. That's amazing. I love that. Love that. Two last questions for you as we start to wrap up. Curious if there's brands or companies or causes that you follow, or you think other people should be taking notice of.
2: So yes, I do follow, of course, and I'm very careful and interested in how our world is, I'd say, evolving and behaving and trading. There's plenty of social. And political and global movements that I follow. I think my main message for the listeners I don't want to put myself as someone that knows better than anyone else in that case. I think the main thing would be be active, learn more, care about the others around you and the world that we live in. So, follow your heart and follow your interests. I don't care what's your political angle, what's your social angle as long as it's respectful to the others and and important, but mainly live more than just the day to day. So, I wouldn't want to give any specific names or directions, but I would recommend and ask all of us to think beyond the mundane needs that we have and to find a cause And support it, and be active in it, and contribute your opinion. If you can do more than that, please do. Just look more than the look for the horizon. Look more than the day to day when you're active.
1: Oh, it's a great, it's a great sentiment, and um, I agree. And what better way to expand your horizon than to listen to audio?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. You can listen to audio and look to the horizon instead of stare at the screen, and you know, be. Limited vision.
1: Save your eyes, enrich your ears. Uh, so last question for you. What do you feel like is the you know, largest opportunity or threat to marketers today?
2: Well, I'm not going to surprise you in this last answer as we keep talking about audio. I think they need to understand and learn and go into audio there's still time to go into to jump on this. You haven't missed the train. You don't want to miss this one. This is more than just the eruption of Snapchat or TikTok. This is a full new dimension and internet of content. This is the greatest opportunity and same is the greatest threat if you do not evolve and jump on it. Because as <laughs> crazy as it may sound, here's here's that word coming back again. This is really going to change the way people make decisions and people conceive the world around them, because we're going to be listening to opinions and thoughts and facts in our ears pretty much anytime we want to. It's so much more accessible than the way that we consume content today. Marketeers and brands have to be there in order to continue to exist in the upcoming few years and be successful with our customers.
1: Awesome. Well, Mir, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've enjoyed the conversation.
2: Me too. Thank you very much for inviting me. This was awesome.
1: Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners and you can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com there you'll also find complete show notes with links to anything we talk about on any episode you can also search our archives i'm alan hart and this is marketing today